Welcome to the Authentic Dentist Podcast. Join Dr. Allison House of House Dental in Scottsdale and Sean Zayas, founder of Zana, a company helping dentists extend their care beyond the chair as they lead dentists deeper along the journey of authenticity to reach greater fulfillment in their professional lives and to deliver remarkable patient experiences. At the core of the authentic dentist is a belief that the answer to the current challenges in dentistry is dentists discovering that their greatest asset and point of differentiation is their personal brand and that forming that brand out of their authentic selves is the best strategy for success in dentistry today. So this podcast is brought to you by Zana, and Zana makes electric toothbrushes, but it's more than that. They have a program that'll grow your practice with their electric toothbrushes. Hey guys, this is Sean and Dr. Allison House with the Authentic Dentist podcast. And today we are going to talk about technology and it's something where it is changing so fast. Um, I know like software just changing so fast. And for a dentist, it's like you're trying to keep up with um, how do I keep up with just first rate dentistry? And recently you've invested in um, some nice pieces of technology. Uh, so we're just going to talk about some of the challenges and why it's important to uh, keep up with technology today. Well, Sean, it's, it's been a rough four months, honestly. Actually, in September, I went and bought the new Prime Scan from Patterson. I bought the milling machine, I bought the whole shabam, and I bought a CBCT, a cone beam, on top of that. So I spent a good chunk of change. And then things didn't come in because the supply chain was such a problem. So, so even with these items, the supply chain got affected. Oh, yeah. It was terrible. So I ordered it in September. I think my prime scan, the scanner, actually showed up in November. And then the, uh, the mill didn't show up until December. So now they didn't make me pay until it showed up. But I was kind of prepared for it and... Yeah, so there was a supply chain issue. And then I think the CBCT didn't show up till February. So was it good at least that it was staggered so that you're learning? Or, or, or is it something that was actually like you're wanting to implement altogether? I think I would have liked to all implement altogether because it cost me so much money. I was still scanning. Um, so I learned how to scan with the Prime Scan, which was nice. And then I'd have to send it to my lab. So I'd email the file to my lab. Well, then the lab charged me more instead of when I just took a, an impression with um, impression material and sent it to them. So there was an upcharge for the scan. It's like, all right, I didn't expect that, so I'm paying for the scanner, and it cost me more money. And I'm still having to do the temporary and all of that because I don't have a mill. And then I got my mill, and then I'm milling out things that I've designed. Man, I'm a terrible designer. It took a long time. <laughs> no, no, terrible digital Designer. I, I'm a terrible digital designer. You're right. I've waxed things up. Yes, I'm old. I've waxed things up. I know how to do that in wax. But to do it in the digital world is just just hard. I'm, it's just a big learning curve for me. So what were you doing prior to like that jump in September? Like meaning, did you just have um, technology that wasn't quite as good and you just upgraded your technology? Or were you not able to actually do anything like this? Like you didn't have a mill before like you couldn't mill things so I, I should backtrack in 2004 I wanted to be cutting edge I was four years out of dental school and I bought a CEREC milling machine and the scan but it was terrible 
And I had a 6% failure rate, which was unacceptable for me. And so I got rid of it. And honestly, I think the technology wasn't that good. So I waited and I waited and I watched to see when the technology would be at some place I would be comfortable. And that just happened in 2021. I mean, it just happened. So you knew right four years out that this is the way things were headed. Oh, yeah. You tried it out early on, but it wasn't exactly to the standard that you were okay with. In 2004, in order to scan something, you had to put powder on it. It's a wet mouth. So when the powder got wet, the powder would smear and you would get a ridiculous crown. Oh my gosh. It just, it just wasn't great technology. I mean, some people used it and of course you appreciate those early adopters, but I was, I couldn't live with that. So here we are now. There's none of that. There's no powder. There's, it works really well. I did buy a scanner from Henry Schein and I could not recommend that. There was no support. It was terrible. So I, I'm glad I got rid of that. And now I have this prime scan from Patterson and there's a lot of support, but still a learning curve when you buy any technology is just steep. So you knew it was that at some point it was inevitable. You were going to invest in this and you just realized last year in September, that was the right time. Um, I'd started to see crowns that were, that were really nice that had been done by um, um, somebody's in-house lab. And that made me feel like, okay, good. This, this is where it needs to be again. So this is something that what younger dentists that are coming out of school or have been out of school for the last five, 10 years, they knew that this is, this is the way dentistry is headed. But what, so for some of the older dentists that maybe are in their sixties, is it a challenge for them to embrace? I absolutely think it is. There's just a lot of pieces that are so different. And even because we did have a CEREC when I was in dental school. Now, granted, it was terrible back in 2000. But, I mean, this isn't something they've ever tried until now. So it's, yeah, it's a big learning curve from to go from analog to digital in anything. I mean, in anything you're doing. Well, so how, how long have you been doing it? Because you bought it in September, but not everything came. So everything was, what, ready to go, uh, um, like, by November, maybe? No, January. Okay. So January, I started actually designing and milling my own crowns. And some of them were phenomenal. I was so excited. And some of them have looked like a piece of gum. <laughs> and that's when the losing money comes in, which is tough. So you mill something out. It's taken you two hours to do this. And it looks like a piece of gum. Like, okay, so I'm going to have to redo this. But I cannot have this patient sit here for another hour because I have another patient coming. So I make them a temporary, send them home. And then on Saturday, I'm in there trying to design this crown so it looks like a tooth. And part of it is just I'm used to seeing and feeling it in my hands. And now it's on a computer screen. So it's actually in 2D rather than, you know, in my hands. So I'll miss something that I, oh, I should have added this wall. This should have been taller. This should be, it's just, it just looks funny. Now, I've discovered I can do it. It just takes me a long time. Now, was this the expectation you had going in? So, like, come January, um, you're ready to go, and you start doing this. Like, were there any surprises? Like, like did you expect it to be this um, ramp up of, like, okay, there's certain things I'm not going to be familiar with, or did that kind of come at a, as a surprise? No. I mean, I knew this was going to be difficult, and I know that's why a lot of my colleagues don't want to do it because it is very difficult. I have lost money for the last two months 
because I have to remake things. Um, I still can't do an, um, an implant crown. I don't know how to do that. I'm learning how to scan a night guard. You know, there's, there's all these things, and then the lab is charging me more when I scan something. So, yeah, it's just, it's just been a losing money proposition, but I see the tide's going to turn as soon as I get ramped up. How long ahead do you still feel that's going to be? I think I've got another two months of pain. Right. And then what, another year or two till you feel like you're actually like, like mastery, like, wow, I'm really great at this. Or you think that's even just a few more months? Well, I'm 22 years in, I wouldn't say that I've mastered everything yet. So <laughs> can I say that I'll have mastered this? No, but I think I'll get better. I don't think I'll be losing money. So you're now a digital designer, like you're designing teeth in a digital piece of software. Is it like a CAD software? Absolutely. Okay. Has that been the hardest part is actually just the interface and getting used to how, how that software functions? Part of it. And part of it is the way that I see the crown in the analog. I have, um, I have a model of the tooth and the prep. So it's sitting in front of me. And so when something doesn't fit, I know how to look at the impression, how to look at the die, which is the model. I know how to look at the crown and I know how to make all these adjustments to make the crown fit, you know, internally, um, contacts, occlusion, I can see where the lab went wrong. Well, now I don't have this. So it's all in a digital world. The plus side of course is that I designed it. So my margins are always perfect because I know exactly where I put them. But when something doesn't drop in, I, I have to change my tools. I have to think about it differently. And that's been a challenge for me. But the fact that you originally had to make a die was for every mouth you were doing? Oh, yeah. So so the time that you're saving, as long as you're be going to become efficient in the software, it's going to be huge. And patients love it. They're so happy. They love that they don't have to come back. The, from start to finish, there's no temporary phase. They leave with a permanent crown. They love that. Before, it would have been... Absolutely another visit. Oh, yeah. There would be no choice. Okay. You take an impression, you send it to the lab, they get a temporary for two weeks. Man. So this this is why it is revolutionary, but adjusting to it, it comes at, uh, I, I don't know, like, have you talked to any dentists that tried it and they're just like, you know what, like, I don't care that it's the future. I'm just. There's know. a lot of them on eBay. So, yes, <laughs> obviously there's people that have tried it and given up. I mean, but what do you do? You do you just keep doing it the old way or do you just end up um, like this is basic dentistry in the sense that it's crowns though, right? So it's like. This is bread and butter dentistry I'm doing. Yeah. Right. Like, so what would your option be is just to keep doing it the old school way and, and just take more time and the labs are still going to support that. So labs are like, still going to support that. And, you know, you have a system, so you get a quality product every time, and you do always want to deliver a quality product. No matter how it's delivered, you want it to be delivered with a quality. So if that's the only way you can do it, then you're back to an analog situation. Yeah. Um, so I know in the past also you've kind of played around with the idea of 3D printing. Uh, is that something that you're still exploring? Oh, absolutely. We're going to do this. I just feel like I'm in, I'm in a little too much pain right now <laughs> to jump in and do anything else. I got the cone beam. I'm learning how to use it. So the other day, we had the whole training on it, brought a patient in, and then I couldn't turn it on. 
<laughs> which is so dumb. But, but when they had taught me, it had already been turned on. So I had one button that I couldn't figure out what to push. And the patient is like, you don't know how to turn this on? Like, I'm the doctor. I can read this, but I don't do the tech stuff. So just, I'm just learning. It's painful. Okay, so if there's someone that's like evaluating this decision right now, um, what what would you tell them so they don't get either tripped up uh, or either set the wrong expectation? Um, or what would you even say to possibly reassure them? Oh, you want me to reassure them? <laughs> is there reassurance in this area? No, this is unbelievably painful and difficult. And yet, I think you have to. I mean... I never want to be the person that's still placing silver points in root canals. I mean, you have to move forward. You have no choice. And I think that's true in all aspects of our life. I mean, I didn't particularly want to get an iPhone. But then when I did, and I learned how to use it, well, it's been wonderful. It's changed my life. But was it painful? Yeah. I don't know if you ever had a flip phone, but it was a big difference in learning. I had um, the little Nokia. I don't know what it was. It wasn't even, it was before, I think it was before flip phones, um, Oh, no, it wasn't before, but it was at the same exact time. I just know I could play Snake on it. <laughs> and it was the big, it was in high school. It was like the coolest thing. So, yeah, I graduated high school in 2004, just so people can understand where. Uh, and where I graduated in 92. So there's there was a big change that happened there. But you you have to. I mean, you can't be doing things that you used to do in the 90s. It's just, I mean, you have to grow, even though it is very painful. Well, it's like um, x-rays, right? Like, it, you know, if you were, what is a Kodak, um, I guess that's actually film. But I'm just saying the way that x-rays are done, that completely changed. And a lot of people for the longest time were still wanting to just do them the same way because they didn't want to embrace that change. And again, because it was very expensive um, and the quality wasn't that much better. I think it is now, but at the time it wasn't that much better. So why would you make such an investment? Well, you have to because this is where we're going. Um, do you like what, what, what do you feel like is on out there? Um, you know how, like when Sarah came around, you were saying, well, like it was ready and that technology was here, but it just really wasn't that it wasn't done well yet. Like meaning, is there any technology that's on the cusp now or on the horizon that's coming, but you can tell it's not exactly perfected yet, but it probably will make a difference in dentistry in the next five, 10 years. Um, I mean, I, the CBCT that I bought, Plus the scanner, they work together. So I've learned this too. You kind of need that Apple product thing where they everything talks to each other. Because if you try and do it outside of that where things don't talk to each other, that's when it's really clunky. But the scanner and then the CBCT talk to each other. And so you can design your implants, your implant cases with both of those things. So that's tremendous. And I think that's going to become more and more common. But again, it's, it's a steep learning curve on how do you do that. So who advised you on this? Like, meaning, was it was it your rep at, at um, Patterson or your rep at Shine originally that was like, hey, you want to make sure you go with these systems because they, um, you know, they can interact or because they have like a similar ecosystem? Like, or were you just researching and finding this on your own? I've been researching and finding this on my own. I don't have a true rep. I, I did it one time, but when the pandemic happened... I, they just sort of disappeared, and I and I understand that. So I've kind of had to be on my own. So, I mean, I had a lot of time on my hands there for a while. I watched a lot of YouTube videos, called a lot of people, trying to figure out what what is next. I think I think the big takeaway is change is always hard. 
you know, no matter how, no matter what you're doing, change is hard. Growth is always hard. And yet it's worth it, isn't it? I kind of, I always go back to that weightlifting model of, I don't want to get up and work out. I certainly don't want to eat my vegetables. I don't want to count how much protein. Change is so hard. And yet the result, after all that pain, it's worth it. You know, I think it's worth it. Thank you for listening to the Authentic Dentist Podcast. To join Allison and Sean on this journey, hit the subscribe button to never miss an episode. Here's to your success. Express yourself fully. Live authentic. Thank you.